Greetings, Royal Family. Welcome to another episode of the Queen Bonnie Podcast. I'm so happy to be here with y'all again. I feel like I've really gotten into the flow. So if anyone is only used to hearing me on this podcast, I do other spiritual content on YouTube and I alternate every week, which is why this is a bi-weekly podcast because on the alternating weeks, I post videos on YouTube right now. I'm in the flow of posting affirmation videos. So I've been feeling really inspired, but also really poured into as well by my community. So I've just been reciprocating and it feels good to be in this space right now. So let's get into this. It's episode four, four. Okay. I see me doing the do. Um, I will say this podcast has become a lot about, um, current events or popular culture events of things that's happening. Um, and I like that because there is shit going on in the world that I feel the need to talk about. And I'm happy to have the space to talk about it here. Just here with people who have such a like-minded thought process. Um, So let's get into this week in secular culture. Um, There has been a lot of talk back and forth about little boys on whether or not little boys should have kitchen sets because someone decided to say that little boys having kitchen sets is somehow gay. And I wanted to address this. First off, I want to go back and read um, some screenshots that I took of what people had to say. And forewarning, I'm just going to forewarn and say that it is a lot of goofy ass shit being said. That's my forewarning. Okay. Um, people be saying lots of goofy shit that I thoroughly disapprove of, personally. Um, I think it's wild that people even have that to say. Um, so one of the comments was like, people on Facebook having a full-blown gender war about little boys having kitchen sets, which is facts. That's wild. Um, And then there was another one. Um, Ooh, it was one where a girl had went off. Okay, she had went off. Okay, it was like the same niggas that be talking about it's gay for a little boy to have a kitchen says the same niggas that record themselves smoking hookah in the club. That little boy more of a man than you. First of all, I'm here for the comedy, but yes. How does having a kitchen set something that every, every, if you have a kitchen, if you have a house, 
that don't have a kitchen, I don't know why you living in the house. Because I don't know no places that people live and don't have kitchens. So I don't understand how all of a sudden a kitchen became a, 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 a came only to be regarded by one gender, but everybody eats is weird to me. Um, and another lady said, bet y'all this, uh, It said, bet y'all buy a kitchen set if it made y'all some money. People all got five and six-year-olds in the kitchen whipping up whole meals on Master Chef Junior. Meanwhile, y'all kids cussing, holding up imaginary AK rifles, but y'all worried about a kitchen. Y'all mimmies bought y'all toy cars, guns, toolboxes, but y'all carless, homeless, and can't hit a target if Jesus put a bullseye on their back. But I digress. Carry on. Good night. The fact of the matter is, is I don't understand how we have become so caught up. First off, let me let me speak on what sis says. Sis right here, rewind to the post. Sis was speaking facts because maybe if some people's parents had bought them kitchen sets, they would know how to fuck the cook or where the pots and pans go in the kitchen or how to clean some dishes because really the amount of filth that people be living on, living in, it's not my business, but it's appalling. Y'all be eating off dirty cups, dirty plates, dirty dishes. Don't know what elbow grease and a good scrub down is if it beats you on the ass. But now we know why. Because y'all think that kitchens are for women. Excuse my language for bitches. Because only bitches belong in kitchens. I'm, I'm, I'm very confused. I'm very confused. How everyone eats, but kitchen, the kitchen is a woman's job. How? Houseway. How? Really? How? Then, uh, and it's funny because then someone posted a Fisher-Price playset, and it was a, a pretend bar with bar stools and pretend beer bottles. That also bothered me because we be having our children, first off, toys are a form of grooming. Children's toys are a form of grooming. Let's address that. It's a form of grooming and conditioning. So the type of toys that you buy for your child, the type of things your child has interest in that you feed will grow because it's the seed you're feeding in your child. So if you're feeding a seed of toxic sexuality in your child, why would you be shocked that as an adult they have these tendencies or they act this way? That's number one. Number two is I don't know why the fuck someone would ever buy their child a pretend bar. And that ain't parent shaming. That's just saying it's enough temptation and exposure to things that people become crutches on already. So why would you feed that into a child at a young age? So many people in black culture specifically struggle with addiction and alcoholism that I cannot fathom for the life of me as to why. As to why you would buy your child a pretend bar. I don't know why you would do that. I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it personally, but so that's what I read on the post that really caught my eye and really had me really like, wow, this is what y'all care about. 
One girl said, this is a good one. She said, my son's kitchen said he'd been cooking for five years, prepping and chopping vegetables for six years. He'd rather create his own pizza with his favorite toppings instead of popping a hot pocket in the microwave. I don't have to push him or make him to cook. He just likes to create flavors. This is a lesson that all kids should learn. One day, they'll have a family to feed. Maybe the odd, maybe y'all should be on the lookout for for this instead of on the lookout for their sexuality. Um, and then she hashtags the kitchen sets for boys. Why y'all be saying y'all want a man that cooks and cleans, but you won't buy your son a play kitchen and a playroom? Why do you want boys to understand bodies and the power of no, but you don't let them play with dolls? Why do you spend all your paycheck on name brand but won't buy your child a sewing machine? Why are you out here so upset with the tired dance moves that you think men perpetuate but your son can't be in no dance class or in gymnastics? Why you tell your son to stop crying and be a man but y'all begging for 30-year-old plus men to be more sensitive and communicate their feelings? Why do y'all spend so much energy making sure your sons don't air quote go grow up gay, whatever the fuck that means, versus raising a cultured, tolerant, and respectful person regardless of gender? I don't understand, honestly. I just have questions. And I'm going to sit these right here. Um, uh, back to what I was saying about fear of femininity of all the things that we consider, consider feminine and fear and just viewing that femininity and that emotionalness and that spiritual perception and intuition as that's what women do. That's the task of women. That's how women move when Life is about balance. We all should be maintaining our own personal balance of masculine and feminine energy. So it it's like balance is the way of the world. Balance is what keeps things moving harmonically. Without balance, there's chaos. And though chaos may not always be bad because that's part of the ebb and flow of life is that sometimes there are harmony and then there is chaos and then harmony is restored and then there is chaos and then harmony is restored and so on and so forth. But why do we look at femininity and the balance of our our feminine and masculine energy as negative or as weak or as anything other than balance anything other than balance because even then it's like you think that you think that we're supposed to be all or one but then when you get into relationships and community with people, you realize that, oh, well, maybe I like this or I like that. And that may be associated with feminine feminine or masculine 
uh, traits, but that does not mean that that person is bound to that feminine or masculine trait as a gender. So just because I am protective doesn't mean that I am masculine. I can be protective and be a woman. I can be intuitive and be a man. And I can be emotional and be a man. There is, it's, the world is not so black and white that things are or are not all the time. Sometimes it's both. Unapologetically, undeniably both. Undeniably, we have both masculine and feminine energy. So why do we? Why are we so bound to one based on our physical gender? That's that is limiting. Very limiting for a a spirit having a human experience. Your spirit is not limited by. physicality you can be you are so much more than your gender and spirit you are not just a woman who divines you are a spirit who divines who's having a human experience remembering that you are a diviner life is so not black and white it's not either or is both unapologetically with without comparison is both and i think it's beautiful to be a part of both to be both and i am to be both when i say to be both i mean as a bisexual woman i think that is very liberating to not feel like i must be bound to being feminine or being masculine or having to choose because today i can be someone's strap you down ass dikey looking ass girl and then other days I could be my femme lipstick less self um, without bounds. And excuse my colloquial, colloquial, excuse my ebonics, y'all. So I know that some of that shit is not politically correct to say, but it's just very much so just how I talk and I just be being honest and transparent, period. So I feel very happy to just be okay in my bisexuality that I feel okay with whatever spectrum or weight of the spectrum or how my balance is expressing itself today. And I wish that on everyone. But I also think that comes with part of just being yourself. Just being who you want to be, how you want to be that, expressing it how you want to be, how you want to express it. And not being limited by the judgments of others and the perception and the limitation of others. Um... 
So, I don't understand the toxic masculinity or the toxic gender stereotypes that we have or that we attach to gender roles. Why is it that we think that kitchen chores, duties, cooking responsibilities is a task of that of a woman? Why are men supposed why do we attach that stigma to women but not to men why is it okay for a woman back to the grooming back to children's toys are grooming from a young age we groom women daughters female babies into thinking that oh you're supposed to cook and clean they have children Fake cleaning supplies and children kitchen sets. And these are deemed as a, as girl toys. And boy toys are deemed as like cars and mechanical hands-on. Why are we still attaching these stigmas to our children in modern times when we are aware of that these gender roles do not serve anyone? Because if until you air quote get married, you, you a woman, you about to take the trash out change the oil you're gonna do whatever have to be done same way if you're a man if you're a man your kitchen and you're a single man living by yourself your kitchen should not be dirty because you don't have no woman to me i just don't and why are we so attached to these gender roles why are we so attached to this is what women do this is what men do when if we part of the same community it don't matter who do what is that what you good at and if, is that your contribution? Is that what you have to barter as for service for service, good for good, or good in exchange for service? Why are we so attached to, oh, well, that's what women do? And how long are we going to keep these attachments? And that also like kind of leads me into my next topic was, why are we so okay with kind of shaming femininity. Why are we okay with that? Why are we okay with mistreating women? First of all, let me bring up that at, I believe it was the Playboy Cardi, Playboy Cardi concert, that they threw shit at Rico Nasty from the crowd, number one. Number two is is after, and then they was being rude during her set, talking about, we want to see Playboy Cardi, we don't want to see you. First of all, first of all, and I don't care how hateful this may come off, but it ain't nothing that grinds my motherfucking gears more than heterosexual Caucasian men. Because the entitlement and fucking audacity that they carry around on their minuscule ass dicks is fucking beyond me. It's beyond me. It's beyond me. Because that's who was throwing shit and saying wild shit on Twitter. That's wild. And the fact that black men as a culture, as a collective, will allow a, another motherfucker to disrespect they women like that is beyond me. It's beyond me. Because... Masculine energy is very protective. It is very protective. So y'all can be protective about whatever it is y'all want to be protective about, but not y'all women. 
Y'all not protective of y'all women? And I know I've said this Big Sean line before, but I'm going to say it again. Is that some people keep what's valuable to them in a safe and other keeps what's valuable to them in their heart. But you're not willing to protect what you deem valuable? Why are we so okay with how people mistreat women? Why? Why are we so comfortable shaming femininity and all that accompany it? Why? Help me understand. Help me understand why emotions are deemed a a feminine aspect and they are shamed. They are shamed and it bothers me. Like, even some shit, celebrities, artists, rappers, whatever, they be having some lines that hit. And as the music junkie that I am, sometimes I just feel like, damn, that's a good-ass verse that applies in real life. And Megan Thee Stallion said, I think you motherfuckers really mad at your dad, but get on the internet aiming at me. I think you motherfuckers need a hug. I think you motherfuckers need a shot. Like, facts. People misdirect their anger so fucking much that it's literally appalling. It's appalling to me because at the end of the day, people be so... Our society makes it to where you are so much more comfortable shoving your emotions under the rug, tucking them in some deep, dark place where you never acknowledge or work through them, opposed to realizing that, nah, I'm really sad right now. I could use a hug. (laughs) Nah, I'm really not mad that this bitch is half naked on the gram, and I don't need to say no wild shit under under her post. I'm really just having a bad day. I'm really just lonely. I'm really mad that nobody wanna take their clothes off of me. People be so untapped into their emotions. I once was being emotional with a nigga, right? And the nigga, like, he was like, you so emotional and tried to, like, shame me. And I was like, yeah, I know. And no one can ever make me feel bad about that. But that was me showing my growth because I used to be so scared of my own emotions. And now, baby, if... If I don't do nothing, I'm a ball, okay, with my eyeballs. I will fucking cry in a heartbeat, okay? Like, I don't care. If I'm sad, I'm sad. If my feelings hurt, they're hurt, okay? And I'm okay with how I feel. And I'm okay with having feelings. And I know that I haven't always been like that, but I've gotten there. And it bothers me that so many people do not... Realize that it is okay to just feel anything, anything. This week, the baby got on social media and was talking about how he was dealing with so much pain in the height of his career as his as a debut artist. He was winning so many awards, so many accolades, so many acknowledgments. He was in. The limelight. And he wasn't even happy. 
He couldn't even feel none of the happiness or joy or success or growth or pain that he wanted to feel because he had just been losing so much personally. He said he lost his dad, then he lost his brother, and he was just in so much emotional pain that he couldn't even feel like happiness and joy. And he wasn't even getting the space to like work through his shit. And I think that so many people live in that, in that just bottling moments, in that bottling mindset. Like, I'll deal with this later. I used to be like that. I, I used to be like that. I used to have to schedule a breakdown. Like, bitch, we ain't got time to go on that crying shit today. Just, we got to work. Then after we get our work, we got to get the kids. Then after we get the kids, we got to do homework. So we don't got time to sad girl it and cry it out today, baby. Maybe on shit next Wednesday, we could do that. And then something pop up and then I can't get my little cry session in or out or whatever. And... We got to take better mental, better mental care of ourselves and emotional care of ourselves. And we got to just really allow ourselves the space to feel and move and adapt and learn from our feelings. And trust that what we feel is one, okay. Too necessary. It's okay to feel whatever it is you're feeling. Uh, earlier this week, I was supposed to go to work, and I woke up, and I was not feeling it. And then I got dressed, and I still wasn't feeling it. And then I got a coffee, and I still wasn't feeling it. And it wasn't until, like, I got all the way to the train station to go to work. And I was just like, I am not feeling this shit. I want to go back home. And I called out of work, and that's exactly what I did. And as soon as I got in the home, got in the house, I, one, masturbated. Maybe that's TMI, but maybe it's not. Really, I just feel like y'all deserve this level of transparency. You should be loving yourself. If you do not, even if you do, even if you do or don't, any person, you should be loving yourself, loving yourself in the way that you want someone to love you so that you know how you want to be loved. So I be loving myself, number one. I will smack my own ass so quick. Like, girl, you is fine as hell today with your bonnet on and sweatpants. Come on, cozy, comfy baby girl. Come on. I will cuddle up with myself. I will reassure and love on and kiss on and romanticize myself. Like, I will run myself a nice-ass bath with rose petals, later toys out, candles lit. Baby, we going on a date night. Just you and you, baby. You and you. We going out. And I'm going to show you all the finer things in life. I'm going to tell you yes to every drink, every cocktail, the extra dessert, the extra appetizer. I'm going to treat myself. You should be loving yourself. In all the ways that you want to be loved, you should be loving yourself. In those ways. 
And back to what I was saying. So I came home. I loved on myself. That made number one. That was number one. Is that I realized that I had just had so much pressure, sexual pressure built up in me that I just could not focus. And I couldn't, like, my energy was stuck in that wheelhouse. And I needed to get from, it's like chakras. It's not like it is. It's chakras. So just, it's like a buildup, okay? I feel safe and secure in my space, root chakra shit. Then after I feel safe and secure in my space, I feel sexy. I feel confident. Um, I feel um, I feel I feel, period. I feel. I'm feeling things. And that is um, sacral chakra shit right there. So then I just felt like because my sacral shot, I was stuck right there. Well, all my sexual energy was stuck right there. And I couldn't move to the next phase, which is my solar plexus, which is I can do anything. I can do this, this, that. I am able to complete tasks. I do have the willpower to get the things I want done, done. And I felt like I couldn't do that because I was just fucking raw sexual energy needing to be expressed. So once I expressed that with myself, I took a nap for four fucking hours. I was like, not only was you sexually frustrated, you was tired. You was a little cranky panky, okay? So once I got all of that out, when I woke up, I felt like the most ambitious sexy, liberated, successful woman in the world when I woke up. And I was like, you gave yourself exactly what you need. But so many times we don't. We're not listening to our body. We're not listening to the guidance of spirit as spirit tells us, you know, you don't need to go to this place or you should go to this place. We're not allowing um, life to run its course and see the signs on the way. We're not allowing the space for that, and we should. We very much so should because there's so much that life and the world have to teach us, have to offer, and how can you expect to even be thankful or have access to these things if you're not even paying attention to them when you're offered them. So that made me like, okay, wow. And once I was able to like get through all my feelings for that day, I was like, wow, we really like do not be paying attention to ourselves, to our body. Then rewind. So we, we we don't pay attention to ourselves. We don't. I'm getting on a tangent. Realign, refocus. Overall, I just don't like the amount of negativity and fear and weak and fear and uh, stereotype of weakness that we put around femininity. 
Um, and speaking of stereotypes, um, on social media, there was a post that was like, how y'all fan of plan to find the men of y'all dreams if y'all all home in the bed sleep by eight o'clock? And I literally like died laughing because... For years, there has there is always this stigma of like, don't be no bitch who run the street and club pop and pussy pop for these niggas, and you're not gonna find no nigga. So now you have this whole generation of women who came after that stigma, who is like, we not gonna do none of that because we in the bed, knocked out by eight o'clock, baby. The TV's watching us. The tea is cold. The, 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 the house is resting. Okay. We be in the house, minding our business, living our lives. And I think it's so crazy how we don't even for a second consider how these stigmas that we start or, uh, perpetuate or keep going, um, and how they affect the future generations of people to come and, how they even affected the generation of women um, or people that the stigma was enforced or placed on. Like, black people, people in general deserve luxury, deserve to enjoy themselves and have a good time, regardless of race. So if women can't go and pussy pop in the club, then who y'all at the club with? A whole bunch of niggas just in the club, clubbing, because y'all don't even dance no more. So, like, so why? Why, like, why y'all even be in the club then? If women not allowed to be in the club with y'all, why y'all even in the club? Why? Why do we allow pop culture to stigmatize and stereotype so much to the point where it is just irrational. Now, don't get me wrong. The thoughts of the masses are irrational anyways. But let's do some real thinking. Let's do some real critical thought as to why we are even okay with perpetuating these same things. Like, why is everything so stigmatized and based on gender? Why? Why, 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 why? Um, to the point I literally like, it's a page on Instagram. I believe they have a Twitter too that says every nigga deserves. And every nigga deserves to be free to choose the life they want to live for themselves. Like, because we live in a society where people go to, everyone has an opinion. Everyone has something to say. Okay, cool. Me included. But don't let that keep you from living your life the way you want to live it. It's your life. And we let society have so much to say about our life that we are so scared to live our life the way we see fit. And I, for one, have just personally decided to go against the grain and live my life how I see fit. 
I'm going to say what I feel like I should say, not what society wants me to say. I'm going to be who I want to be and not who society wants me to be. I'm going to live as liberated and as free as I want, not as society is willing to allow me. I'm free. Mentally, I'm free. I'm free. And it's crazy because, like, when I first started doing YouTube, um, my little saying was, I'm as free or as caged as I want to be. And I realized how lengthy that was. But that's just what I was going through. That was what I was going through. I really was in a place where I was uncaging myself. I was the dog reaching their paw through the grate to uncage myself. To unleash myself, to unbind myself, because we society will have you in a chokehold, baby, full Nelson, arms locked in, n- tapping three times and no one gives a fuck if you can breathe. And we be allowing that shit. We be allowing that. And we deserve so much more freedom than that. We deserve such, so much more in life than that. To be bound by what somebody else was unable to fulfill in their life. So now we allow them to impose their restrictions and contradictions onto us. Why? Why are we so comfortable allowing that when we deserve freedom and prosperity in all its forms, love and bliss and abundance in all its forms and all of its naturality and nuances? Like, why are we so comfortable in the box that society has put us in? Why are we so okay with someone telling us who we are allowed to be? That in no way, shape, or form relates to who we want to be at all. But why are we so okay with that? Why are we so so comfortable in our chains? Why are we so comfortable in our comfort zone that we are unwilling to step out and just test the waters my growth journey with spirituality has really made me realize or made me run towards all the things outside of my comfort zone and really run towards all the things that fear me that I fear excuse me, um, that I fear. There are so many things at one point in time that scared the fuck out of me. And now I find myself running towards those things. The things that make my adrenaline rush and my hands sweaty and my knees shake, I run towards those things. Because I'm unwilling to be bound by my fears. I'm unwilling to be bound by the unknown. The worst that could really happen is that I could die or I could start over. 
Is that all? If that's the worst that that could happen, what am I really afraid of? Once I realize that I've already started over more times in this lifetime than I could count, and add that with the lifetimes prior to this that I've probably started over, what is the fear of starting over one more game? For what? What what are you scared of? You've been here and you've done it before. You've started over before. You have conquered and done the impossible before. So what now are you afraid of? Baby, once I got that concept, I started running to all the shit that scared me. Well, I'm a little anxious or nervous about saying that. I'm about to say that shit with my motherfucking chest, okay? I don't like how you treated me. I don't like what you said to me. I don't like that you think that that is okay. Say that shit with your chest. Be proud to be you with your chest. Be proud to be you and your skin, how you feel, and say what you need to say with your chest. Who, honey? It's just. Oof. Kind of frustrating. Because it all, a lot of, so many of the boxes we find ourselves in, we have allowed society to put us there. And it's kind of frustrating because we continuously keep up these nuances and perpetuate these things that no longer serve us. But why? And when and how long are we willing to continue to live like this until we are willing to do something different? And I think that the biggest thing that we as an entire race of people, not being black, meaning homo sapien, I feel like until we put some respect, some respect on femininity, We're not going nowhere fast, baby. The disregard that we have for women and the power of women and the power of femininity is why we are bound. We have no respect regard for the things that we deem feminine, emotion, kitchen, kitchen conjure, like even mother nature herself. If y'all respected mother nature, my shorty would not be out here like this, okay? The way y'all be littering and disrespecting this planet, the place y'all call home. (laughs) Baby, the nurturer herself. Mother Gaia herself. The queen of earth herself. The way y'all disrespect the place y'all live, the place that is nourishing, the very vessel you residing in. Shows. Shows how bound we will continue to be. 
No respect. No respect for women as mothers, as wives, as birthers. As real life pathways and passages from spirit to reality. Women. We have no respect for women. And I say we because I have found myself many times lacking respect for all those things that I deemed feminine and that should be held with higher regard. We have to do better. We have to do better. And uplifting and pouring and honoring and venerating all the spirits of femininity that keep this realm intact. Who could you possibly be without the earth that is continuously serving you? Who could you have become? Nothing and no one. Because we are stardust made from all the same things as the earth. And yet do not deem our own earth valuable. Are so willing to escape to find life on other planets. To find life or ways to live on other, in, on other planets. But have no regard. No regard. For the planet that is continuously pouring life in us and keeping us sustainable every day. There's no gratitude. There's no thanks. That is deep enough to show the gratitude for the earth that is keeping you alive without asking anything in return besides a little bit of motherfucking respect. A little bit. A little bit. And then it's not even given. Not in the way that it should be. One time um, on a little Juju podcast, she made reference to a video talking about why God didn't save black people from slavery. And one of the ladies' uh, theories was that because we turned our back on femininity, because we turned our back on our ancestral mother, our ancestral mother of femininity, our regard for femininity, And I can believe it because we live in a world now that is so shameful and hard and unappreciative of women, of all that women are and have been. And have been. People will get so offended if you say God is a woman as if you had spit in their face or told them that you did not believe in God at all. The only thing on this world in the human aspect that has been able to bring life from spiritual to physical has been 
and will always be women. So the fact that we cannot even honor that feminine aspect enough to even be willing to hear that God may or may not be, but may, or in my opinion, is a fucking woman is beyond me. Is beyond me. Is beyond me. Just indulge the concept momentarily that God could be a woman. Indulge it. And what do you have to lose if God is a woman? What do you have to lose? Ego, pride, the pride and ego of masculinity. That's crazy. If that's all you have to lose, why not lose that anyways? Why not? for listening to this episode of the Queen Bonnie podcast. You are appreciated. Check out the show notes uh, for any questions, for any links that you may be interested in finding or looking for. Let spirit guide you. I wish you well. And until next time, be you, thrive, And live your best life. I'm so thankful that you were able to sit here and listen to me talk. Take what resonates. Leave what doesn't. Be blessed. Bye.